0: I relish the rich smells of a river running free, mud baking on a bank, and a basket of fiddleheads in the bottom of a canoe. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. We humans need color, especially those of us who live in climates where winter is the exclamation point of all the seasons. My least favorite months of the year are those when the landscape lacks any snow or leaves and is simply a one-dimensional scale of browns and grays with little sign of color to come. Early spring, though, offers us a gentle crescendo of color that helps transition us slowly out of the less colorful months. When the snow melts, we first start to notice the diverse shades of green from mosses and lichens. A burst of purple from a crocus can cause our hearts to skip a beat, So this color crescendo slows down a bit after that, and instead presents us with the more muted scale of whites and yellows. The deep yellows of coltsfoot, dandelion, and forsythia, followed by the whites of shadbush, bluets, and strawberries. And then, knowing we can't wait any longer for the diversity of color we all need, blooms the brilliant pink of rhodora. It is hard to miss this shrub this time of year. If you see a large splash of bright pink in wet or disturbed areas like roadsides or bogs right now, you can be pretty confident that it's rhodora. Each individual flower is beautiful on its own, like a fairy in flight. Outstretched, wispy petals point up and down and transition from white at the base to a light fuchsia pink at the outer edges. Adding to its magical, spreading wispiness are the delicate stamens, styles, and stigmas, some of the reproductive parts of the flower, that extend from the center of the flowers, often beyond the reach of the petals. But what makes Rhodora especially awe-inspiring right now is that these individual flowers bloom at once on four-foot-tall shrubs that tend to grow in groups, painting huge swaths of boggy landscape in a color we have not seen in nature in over eight months. They also bloom just as the leaves are starting to emerge, so they are not upstaged by the many leaves to come. Rhodora's native range is only from Ontario to Newfoundland and south to New Jersey, but its beauty gives it fame well beyond its home and the test of time. The New England Botanical Club's quarterly journal, which has been published since 1899, is even named after this plant. In Ralph Waldo Emerson's 1834 poem entitled The Rhodora," he wrote, "Rhodora, if the sages ask thee why this charm is wasted on the earth and sky, tell them, dear, that if eyes were made for seeing, then beauty is its own excuse for being. So the next time you head outside, you can try to find this breathtaking native shrub. Look for it at the edges of bogs and marshes, near mountaintops, and even in moist roadside ditches. When you notice the landscape start to blush pink, you could simply stop and admire the scene for a while, draw an individual flower and an emerging leaf, or write a poem. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe to this show as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Theme music was by Apileated Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology.